Hey, what's up, DOT community? This is Jaeger here, and I am bringing you kind of the first of this type of video that I've ever done, and that's gonna be a wish list. 2019 brings us now into the third year for Dawn of Titans, and I wanna lay out a few things that I hope to see in the game coming up or get started on this year. Now, I've got a few major categories I'm gonna break this down to, and overall, this is gonna be just shy of an hour, so stay tuned and do me a favor, share this video, and please utilize the comment section. But let me give you a rundown of the major chunks of info you're gonna see in this one here. Number one, you're gonna just see some general improvements I would like to see made to the game. And this is gonna include everything from bug fixes to just tweaks to things that already exist. The next thing we're gonna have come up is gonna be economy adjustments, fixes to the game, and things like that. After that, you're gonna see information on some all new suggestions I have for Dawn of Titans in 2019 and beyond. I'm gonna talk about also my idea of mages, just briefly hit on that and kind of what I hope to maybe see come about this year. I also wanna talk about maps in the game. Titan XP is a big one at the end. And then also just a random suggestion for Natural Motion and Dawn of Titans in this video. So stay tuned again. Please add your ideas down to the comments because we know the devs definitely watch this and having the extra reach of being an SPP for DOT, I hope that that gets these ideas heard. Not only my own because, again, they're just mine, so they might be good, they might be bad. Let me know what you agree with and any ideas or a wish list of your own that you have, put it down in the comments section because that is where voices can be heard. So please use this video, and if there's any ideas that you like in it, please like it and share it to some other chat groups or rooms or things like that that you're in so we can get more ideas out there to the DOT community of what we're looking for in the game that we're also passionate about. I want to give you a little heads up. There's going to be a number of images that I Photoshop personally to help give a better idea of what my ideas are. Please keep in mind, I did these. These are not leaks. These are not images that I've been provided by Natural Motion or DOT. I just want to make it clear that I did my own editing to just help visualize the ideas that I'm talking about. I'm going to remind you of these throughout the video, so don't think it's a pain in the butt. Just want to make sure it's clear that this is at-home Photoshopping. So again, thanks for checking this one out, but I'll check in with you in just a few minutes. So first up, let me just put this out there. I'm not gonna rag on a bunch of glitches and bugs and things like that. Those always need to be taken care of in game. So yes, there are a number of bugs and glitches I would love to see fixed for 2019. Blanket statement, there it is. Now there are a couple I'm gonna highlight in this video, but generally, yes, please fix all the bugs. But let's focus on just a few other items that I would love to see in 2019. Not in any particular order with these, but Loading pages. I would love to see some brand new, fresh loading pages. We've seen the same ones for quite some time, although there have been a few sprinkled in there. All in all, it'd be great to see some brand new artwork, some new images, and some better tips. Uh, this is pretty generic stuff. Uh, maybe even include stuff for brand new players. If there's new ones coming in, give them some helpful tips with these loading pages. This one's actually a pretty big one on my list is all resistances need to be capped at 90. Elemental resistance is already there, but everything else, including the melee, the ranged, things like that, need to be capped at 90 as well. Allowing those to even have the option to reach 100 allows immunity in the game. If they already went about changing the 5-star relic to avoid that, 
then I think the more effective way to do it is just cap them at 90 no matter what. With that, my first simple bug, let's say. Uh, these videos here were actually sent in by the DOT community, and it is one that's definitely on my list as well. Little bugs like this that make battling a pretty much a pain in the butt. Now, I put these in slow-mo so you can actually have time to see it, that there's been several seconds on the countdown clock for the battle. The enemy Paladin Defender is still alive, but once this clock runs out, just by kiting and avoiding the battle, we'll end up seeing a victory here. Battle tactics like this are a really big problem. A, not only for attack, because in the end, you don't even have to win, but B, you're looking at ineffective defenses. If my Titan or my enemy troops are still alive and that enemy wins, that's really counterproductive to the whole point of me even putting these Titans on defense. Now here's Astroth, and you could actually even see there was an enemy Panther kind of stuck on the wall, which is a whole nother thing we could just mention. Let's make sure enemy troops don't drop onto barriers, right? But in the end, just by kiting and avoiding it, we still get a victory. This is my first bug that I would say needs to be fixed in 2019. Up next here, we've got another simple request, which the devs have actually mentioned before that they had the plans to roll these out already and just got a little delayed or decided to just hold off for whatever it might be. But profile avatars, you know, pretty simple. We've been working with the exact same avatars for about two years, if not more, even before beta launch, but I've only been playing since global. So it'd be nice to see some all new, fresh profile avatars, even some that more closely align with their races. The next thing that we have here is Relic Inventory. Let me start out. Number one, say, of course, the big one is we need more storage in 2019, especially with some of the other requests that I have throughout this video. More Relic storage would be extremely helpful. But the other thing that I really have the request here is let's make sorting Relics even easier. And I don't think that this would be too hard of a request to make. We already have a Relic sorting tab. What I'm suggesting, and just by doing a little bit of editing myself is let's just extend that tab. If we can even pull that tab out further, even go all the way across the screen and even add a few other slots, any ideas you guys have drop down in the comments, of course, but even just allowing us to have the stars took more quickly jump to our two star, three star, four stars, or even five stars, rather than going through them in the swiping order would be appreciated. So a simple addition like that, I think would go a long way when at least sorting through relics. Next up is what I think is a simple request, but I don't know exactly what they would implement with it. This is just more an idea of what I'd like to eventually see happen to some stats that already exist in the game. I would love for that alliance level to mean something. Let there be some perks. Use those titles that even come from Throne Wars and trickle a few of them in there when you reach different levels. But let's add meaning to being in an alliance when it comes to leveling up and achieving extra perks. The other thing I'd like to talk about next in this one here is what already exists is lands. I want to be able to see the land defenders before I defend the land. This can help me more appropriately match up my titans as well as stack other troops appropriately to this to just make sure I come out with the either largest XP gains or resource gains or best defense that I want. I don't want to have to defend it and then find out I've got the wrong base troops with the wrong titan. While we're at it talking about land defense, let's add Storm Maidens into the defensive lineup. Right now, we've got those standard troops, which pretty much are what's 
previously available in the game of the imps, the grenadiers, goliaths, your human troops, all the good stuff. But we haven't seen storm maidens added to land defense yet. That also goes for garrison defense. I'd like to see some storm maidens thrown into that mix. Rolling with another one here is the daily quests. These DQs, I think, fall really short as far as maintaining active gameplay. Compared to another uh, other several games that I play, these daily quests usually stack up and are actually even progressive. Give me more quests that are, you know, raid one land or raid a garrison, but how about some extra gems if I raid two or raid three? Make them maybe tiered and I can choose my progression as I go through it. We need more daily quests, especially since most of the time I can wrap up those daily quests within a matter of five minutes, not encouraging me to stay in the game any longer if that's all I want, but make it tiered so that way I can actually earn more as I play more. I think it only makes sense to actually encourage players to play more because the more they play, the more they spend, the more they spend, the more productive you are, right? So with that, I would need to see some changes to this daily reward calendar. Uh, going the entire length and getting the exact same three stars every single or every other month. I know that there's been some samples rolling out there. I haven't seen it yet, and it's been far too long. These calendars need to be refreshed frequently. I'd say at least quarterly, right, every three months. And uh, let's just swap out some of these rewards. So there's been plenty of new relics that have been introduced in the game. Maybe we can start to see some of the older ones introduced into the calendar. And while we're talking about rewards, let's also just talk about the ones that you currently earn in the treasure room. Treasure room, this is my biggest thing I'd like to see make changes here, is I want to see the stars. So you can see, yet again, this is another example where I kind of photoshopped the picture myself, and I just added what I think having the star would be you know, beneficial for. It would be helpful if I can go in and make sure that I collect my twos, my threes especially, and my four stars before I go ahead and worry about collecting any one star. So simple but very, again, effective change in my mind. Now let's talk a little bit about gems. Please, 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 for the love of God, add more gem deals. I hear it so many times in the chats that I'm in that if there were more gem deals at tiered prices like this one that we saw not that long ago, people were all over it. The 99 dollar gem deal is great for a certain chunk of players but you'd tap into more players with gems if you offered more variety to those deals and while we're talking about that this is an idea i would love to see implemented in the game again i play another game that offers rewards like this when team members purchase in-game purchases the other alliance members actually get little chunks of perks from that so just for an example you could see this chart here that with the 2,000 gem bundle, maybe everyone else on my team gets 50 gems. With the 4,500 gem deal, then everyone gets 150. With the 10,000, all Alliance members would get 500 gems. And if you go all the way up to the $99 deal, the 60,000 gems, why not give every Alliance member 3,000 gems? This, I think, would actually encourage more people to buy more gems if they know that helps out the team. And I know it, it It might seem like a lot at first, but it really isn't. You know, I'm just trying to think devs eyes like, oh, why would we give away 3,000 gems? Because you're going to get more people buying 60,000 if they know it will help out all of their team members getting that as well. This, I think, would be huge to help the devs actually increase spending, but also help the benefits of being on an alliance and being on a team. Make alliance purchase rewards. I think it would be huge for the DOT community. 
Another simple change, which I know that there are already some kind of like early release samples of this that are out there, some players have access to, but new level up rewards. I just leveled up and only got the basic. Here's some portal stone refills and 390 gems. Others are getting tokens and titans while I'm still missing out on that. If you're going to roll out changes, let's just go ahead and just start rolling them out all across the board, especially when it comes to rewards, because it's going to take me a minute to level up again. But let's make better level up rewards. Reward the players that are playing the game, and they will play the game more. Let's jump back to another bug fix, all right? Just kind of jumping around a little bit here, but this one is up on the list now, is watch this invisible fear spell take place, right? Enemy troops that just suddenly hit a wall and turn around and bounce away. I see this happen all the time. That bug needs to get fixed. Having things like that in the game, again, it offsets the battle balance. Let me come back to Alliance and the benefits of being in it is playing with fellow members. Now, the problem playing with fellow members is there's pretty much two levels of recognition. Either you have a star or you don't. There's really not a lot of perks to having a star other than being able to invite and kick. Let's add more rankings to in-team alliances and offer some different abilities like recognition or yet again, use titles that give people perks that they've been on the team for so long. Being able to have a secondary leader who could actually help post in-game alliance announcements and things like that would be really helpful. I think that having a large team, people that play together, especially if you've got different event-based stuff, it'd be really nice to just have different levels of recognition for players, how long they've spent on the team, what other abilities you might give them, some perks to help out new members by being able to increase them by giving them a certain rank. Little things like that I think would be really beneficial to the overall alliance structure. And while we're talking about alliances, let's talk about the league alliances. This needs to be cleaned up. And I'm actually going to get to leagues in just a moment, but I want to hit this point first. We need to clean up alliances in the game. Half of Masters and Legends League are, and especially Legends even more so than other, are just filled with shells and empty alliances that are just used for jumping. Things need to be done about that. But what we really need to see is if teams don't have active members they need to be just taken out and leagues need to be consolidated in my own personal opinion leagues need to be shrunk down in size and not work with 50 uh alliances in a league but maybe cut it down to only 30 or 35 this would also help target a better promotion zone give people better chances for fighting that out and this whole demotion zone nobody's demoting other than shells and most of the time people want those shells demoting, which I think can actually hurt some of the lower leagues. While we talk about leagues, I think they need to be restructured as well. Proving ground is fine. It's kind of like that nice, safe, neutral zone where people can kind of play around. And I think that kind of makes sense to have that. But when I think we start looking at rewards, uh, why not reward new players, even in the proving ground? Go ahead and give them some extra one-star titans or things like that while they spend uh, time in there leveling up because they're going to have an uphill battle when they come out of there. They're going to get hit with a little bit of culture shock. They're going to try to fight, but you know, it, as they work their way up, it'd be nice to just help them out more. The more that new players are helped, the better it is, which even rolls into the Bronze League. Bronze League is, for the most part, dead. So the real question is, do we really even need it? Not only with that, the only thing you really have hanging out down there are some brand new 
members and players who have kind of just dropped down there and fall into this bully zone because they're trying to farm themselves so much that they're just picking on these little guys. I think, if anything, the Bronze League needs limits to who can enter there. I think that would even be true for the Silver League. It needs to be set with limits that only certain size players can drop down there. We don't need level you know, 25 uh, castle players coming all the way down to silver just to take a chill time. I don't think when you're Max Castle, you should be allowed to chill like that. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. I think if you're Max Castle, invest time in the game, play the game. You might be a little bored if there's nothing else to do, but we'll get to that in a minute. But leave these smaller leagues to newer players. With that, I think we can also talk about league rewards. Looking at league rewards and having certain leagues, uh, I'm going to especially talk about champions, masters, and legends, there's really nothing as far as season and rewards go that make those rewards valuable to fight. Not only that, but many times if you look at the gem uh, available to it, certain ranks are only 10 gems apart, while others might be 60 or 80 gems apart, and there's really no pattern to that. It's a little bit chaotic. No league should offer better rewards for rank one than at least the top 10 of the league above it. So let's just use Legends for an example. The top 10 rank, 10th place, should get a better reward than first place in Masters. We need to expand this reward pool to keep players motivated to actually be in those higher ranks, to actually fight out some wars. It's a battle game and strategy game as it is, right? Isn't it called like Epic War Game is uh, the extension of their title. Please, Dawn of Titans, do something about these leagues. Restructure them. The fix to this might even be something that I, I don't even talk about here. Maybe these leagues as we know it need to be completely altered and changed. In fact, I would love for leagues to maybe just go away and have more of a lobby play style where players can choose what level of competition they want to enter, the rewards that go for it, and have seasons actually be that type of setup where every season these leagues change and teams can sign up for where they want to be for the different rewards available in there. There are many, many mobile games that use this lobby type approach and then players get to choose where their teams go. Having maybe a restructure like that to seasons and leagues and the rewards could really change up the game style. And honestly, I think Donna Titans can use a good major shift like this to really add some brand new fresh breath into the game. And these two leagues right here are the ones that need it. Masters League is more intense and full of larger teams that are hitting harder because they just don't want to compete with PB or Log. And I think that's just irrelevant. I think that people, A, just need to stop being afraid of that because, man, Legends League is sweet. It's the kind of the honeypot of everything that you can get through there. It's ping pong lands, the whole nine yards. But these leagues are just a mess when it comes to how teams kind of shift around, jump around, kind of play through there, and uh, just really kind of tip the scales in sometimes in ways that you're just kind of like, I don't even want to bother going for end-of-season rewards because the end-of-season rewards just aren't always worth it compared to what it might take, especially there in Masters. And we all know in Legends League, the same teams win it. We need to have some type of shakeup to how these leagues are structured. This is an area where I think the community needs to be really open to some new ideas. And while we're talking about seasons, I'm going to put this out here right now. VP lands need to be reset. At the beginning of every single season, VP lands should actually clear out. They should be gone and you should only be able to maybe collect them from your neutral pool. Or at the least, their VP needs to be reset 
So teams can't log in in the very first 15 seconds and stack up 3.4 million VP. VP lands need to be adjusted on how they're accessible and how they're used within those first few minutes of seasons. It just... It's just not motivating to teams that go in there that actually want to fight this out when someone's already collected 10 mil and they only have, as a team, 50 battles. Do something about these VP lands. While we continue to talk about leagues and seasons, I think there are other rewards that need to be recognized. Global players, I think, need to earn extra benefits. There's an entire column to the right-hand side where we could have rewards listed. Now, I don't think that this one necessarily needs to be gems, maybe more divine gems, or possibly even titan tokens or epic tokens. The one thing we'd have to watch out is if it's only VP, we all know that that's hackable. So maybe it's not VP for global players anymore, but even if it is, let's offer things that aren't just pure on gem rewards. I think the same thing can go for league players. I think it'd be great to see league players even earn extra benefits if they fall in at least the top 10 within a league. If we've got 50 teams of 50 players, you know, we've got a lot of people out there to fall into the top 10. And I think that would even be helpful for some of the lower leagues where new players are still building. But again, I think this would even change if we could look at shrinking the size of leagues instead of 50 teams, make this more competitive. And we even, I think, need to look at global alliances. Global alliances with the amount of VP they put out, I think also could earn some extra rewards. Maybe their additional titles or perks or things like that doesn't always have to be. Yet again, gems, divine gems, but those aren't bad ideas. But I think this VP number would also change if teams aren't allowed to just log in and collect millions of VP off lands. Make that VP a little bit more battle-worthy to access. All right, so this section here coming up after general is going to be all about the economy. So I'm going to talk about a few things that I'm hoping to see as far as economy fixes go. So first up in my economy section is the fact that castles need to be increased in their available level. So do player levels. And I'm going to just kind of put all those together. We need to increase player and castle level uh, kind of limits in the game. You know, castle, let's bump that up to 30 by now. Player levels, let's definitely increase what a player level can do. Because when you max, but you still play, but you're not seeing anything happen, you're not having that recognition, I think that kind of changes the mentality of it a bit. When we're also looking at economy things, let's make that Eternal Shrine finally do something. The title of it says right there, drinking from this shrine will bring you good luck. What luck? What if this was a building where I could actually, every 24 hours, roll it, and I can get some type of a battle boost, or some type of an XP boost, or some type of, uh, you know, a token that might be an odds to get? Make it another roll thing, but allow me to use it every 24 hours. I think that would be brilliant in my own mind. Next up, Builder's Yards economy relics for the builder yard. Now I know this is, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot for putting it out there, but my hopes is that relic inventory can be increased, which will give us room for a few of these. But one thing I'd love to see is a relic for the builders, helping to reduce build times when you have that relic that's on there. I think that would just be absolutely helpful to just reduce some of those construction times. With that, there's a few other buildings I'd like to recommend some economy relics for. Number one is the armory. Give me an economy relic that can help me reduce either the cost and or the time of upgrading my troops. Just like we have for the barracks, we've got one to reduce the cost and one to reduce the time. Why can't I use maybe one or the other 
when I'm actually upgrading my troops in the armory as well. It'd be nice to just kind of see that happen. Again, for new players to get them in the game and up to competitive speed quicker, I think that'd be really helpful. We also have the Medical School, another building that has no Relic option. I'd love to see a Relic available here that could actually help increase the percentage of what troops can be healed or, you know, Maybe it's even a relic that if you have it equipped that your troops might automatically heal at a certain rate during battle. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be large percentages. They can be pretty small, but something I think would actually be unique to just add more interaction with other buildings in the game. And talking about those buildings, how about that Notorious Adventures Guild, which was awesome. It was a kick-ass addition to the game when it first rolled out, but we haven't seen it used since Rangers. You know, I still have the same missions sitting in there that are just marked as done. If you're going to roll out an all-new class or all-new type, Use the Adventures Guild again, or make this an addition to the campaign, which again we'll get to in a second, but maybe every month or every quarter, add some new missions in here that are an extension of the campaign. If Corthan and Almorand are back, you have the ability to go beyond this campaign. The idea was, right, he, he defeated him one time, he's back again. Whatever, just make him keep coming back. He's Almorand, who cares? Just give us some extra missions. With that, my idea for the campaign is allow me to go back through here and play it again, but at a higher difficulty for improved rewards. I don't need any more two-star kite shields. Bump everything up a star or add some new tokens or divine gems. Allow me to play the campaign over and over. Storm Maidens have been a fantastic addition to the game, and here's my economy request for Storm Maidens. Give me the same economy relics for my other troops. Allow me to reduce training time and training cost just like anyone else, because they are the most expensive troop in the game. Uh, right now, even at level 20, they're costing me around 17,000 food. So give me some extra relics just to help reduce that while I'm still in the progress of doing many other upgrades. In general, here's a relic economy massive change that I need as well. Uh, you know, relics and economy stuff needs an overhaul. And this is the way I think it needs to be done. These tomes and warps, these levies and warps for troop spells, all that kind of good stuff need to be consolidated. We've got seven troops that have two relics apiece. We've got 10 farms, 10 mines that have individual relics. We've got 10 spells that have two relics apiece, you know, as well. In total, we've got 54 relics, which could be consolidated. Rather than having all those harrows and all those mattocks for my farms and mines, why don't we just have one relic for farms and mines that I just equipped to my castle and it applies to all of them. Cut that way down from 10 individual ones to just a single one. Then also give me just one relic that reduces cost and increases speed rather than having two of them. And if you're using them, have to toggle back and forth. Now, I know not all players may use these, but to many, these are still helpful to speed things up, cut costs when saving up for other expenditures and for new players to just kind of keep things moving. So I see these as still being needed, even though I've got plenty that need to be forged away. So virtualize for just a moment here. But in general, we need to shave these 54 relics down to just single type of ones. Now, I know these come from back in the day when they actually had timeouts and uses. But nowadays, we just need this cut down. Please, 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 DOT, make this happen. Reduce the number of economy relics needed in this game. And you'll free up a really good handful of relic slots that are a problem, of course, already in this game.
All right, these are some all new and original ideas, which by the way, if these get implemented, I'd be happy to have them launched out on my account first, just for the sake of pitching the ideas. But guys, check out my new idea concepts for DOT 2019. Here is my first all new game element request. Make some additions and changes to the battle screen. You can see this here is a Photoshopped image. I did this uh, just to kind of give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Move spells from the bottom of the screen to the right of the screen because playing on a mobile device and especially my iPad, this is something that I have. When I swipe up from the screen, it sometimes wants to close out my game, which can throw off my timing, uh, cause losses this whole nine yards. So when I'm trying to maybe drag and drop a spell, it actually tweaks my game out a little bit. So move the spells to the right-hand side of the screen. And it would give you plenty of room because once the battle starts, the auto orders and the fight button go away. So I would have plenty of room for that. On the bottom of the screen, you can see I added in here the troop icons. Everyone's looking for circle uh, requests, which, I don't know, to me, playing on a small screen, I think would be difficult. But that's just me, and I'm so used to playing on a tablet. Instead, my idea is... Add an icon for any troop that I bring into battle. I've got them all listed there just to show you what it might look like in case I have multiple troops, but just list the ones of who I have on the battlefield. When I tap it, that will select all. I find myself, especially with things like Storm Maidens when they're grouped together, that if I try to double tap, sometimes it just selects one and then one next to it, which causes me to mistime my double tap to target. If I could just tap that one button and target them all, especially if they're all a little all over the place, I think that'd be really helpful. Uh, just making simple changes like that, I think can make battles a little more fluid, uh, a little more comfortable, and that way reinforcements can stay on the left. I would even love to see a separate Omega option in that list on the bottom, because sometimes I want my Omega troops to do something different than what my standard troop is doing. So even adding an option for that, I think would be fantastic. This all new request is something that I've been talking about for a while, and I have made mention of this in the live stream. The devs have even heard that before because they've even read the comment before, but let me drop my idea to you for an all new race, right? Uh, this elemental impact to the game, right? Something new. We've seen lightning added, but guys, keep the momentum going. Getting a new element really adds some great spunk back to the game. When we saw lightning come out, people were ready to start working on, all right, who's going to be their best defender? There was a lot of energy around this, a lot of energy about how are we going to defend against lightning better and who can I attack with better? And lightning is still really great. So let's do something. Like let's keep this meta changing. I love it when the meta changes because then you don't have it figured out. And everybody is on a bit of a reset. When we saw Storm Mains come out, everybody started making changes to their Panther game. Now that Storm Mains are out, everyone knows how to use a little bit of hiding stuff in the trees so that way their troops aren't found and they can still attack from there. Well, let's actually make that option of that whole hidden a little bit more available. And let's introduce smoke into the game my idea for an all new element an all new race right this whole new uh option is smoke and i think introducing it with the option to even build off of some elements that already exist in the game would be introducing the chinese gods as part of this uh, you know, it's, everybody's been talking about, let's just extend it. There's plenty of options within. I think it would actually time up really, really well with some unique uh, things that we can do. And I'm going to expand on this a little bit more, but I think smoke would be something really unique. Uh, building off of a little bit of the coding that already exists in the game, that when you hide your troops in trees, they become invisible. 
So what if we leverage that type of idea with titans and or troops and even spells in the game with something all new like smoke now this would time up if we were to even roll this out within the first couple of months because hey we already have wukong in the game which taps into a bit of that chinese element but think about having that chinese temple as one of your buildings right and we can get pretty specific like that because not everything is necessarily, you know, make believe we've got these Viking gods, right? Vikings were real. We have an Asgard, so we can draw on mythology uh, in, in such a way. It's fantastic. We've already brought in Greek gods. I think a Chinese temple in your garrison map uh, would look pretty dang cool. So building off of that, you know, February, we had the Chinese New Year. We had Wukong introduced. Let's crush this out and let's roll this out in February and offer an extension upon that Chinese uh, opportunity. And I think they would be fantastic to add smoke to it. You know, you're thinking about like ninjas and assassins and all that good stuff. Smoke, I think would be, again, a fantastic addition to the game. I I'm stuck on it. I'm going to try to sell you guys on it. Uh, so again, just let me know what you think. So one of the first additions to the game that I would suggest for smoke, because sometimes more Titans, more troops can be a little difficult. But what if we started to roll it out with a spell at first. So again, I photoshopped this image and created my own smoke cloud example. And I'll even show you what this my imagination makes this look like on the battlefield. So here's a smoke cloud. Now I didn't list a level or a price on it because maybe it falls at the end or maybe it's available early. With my suggestion of increasing castle levels, all right, uh, and going beyond 25, well, this is maybe something that continues to get added. The whole purpose of upgrading your castles to keep unlocking stuff. So what would happen between 25 and maybe 30 or 40. I've got a few ideas for that one. So here, smoke. That's what your icon would be. I even use that icon of what, where did it come from? It's actually the symbol for fog on your uh, headlights, right? The car, I just used that. I was like, hey, you know, why, why not? It has some real world connection there. But what would the smoke cloud look like on the battlefield? So here, again, photoshopped image to show you what I think this would look like very similar to a poison spell, but of course, instead of being green, it's just this fog or smoke coverage. Now, what would happen is when those troops move into that cloud, they are no longer visible to the enemy troop, just like as if I were to move my troops out into the trees. You get that little, you know, non-visibility icon above them. This is one that I could deploy anywhere on the battlefield, maybe right on top of my Titan, so it can't be found. So let's say if I put my Titan in a battle and drop a smoke cloud on it, the enemy cannot attack my Titan because it cannot see it or find it. Or maybe it operates like the fear spell does, and you know maybe at least it makes them not visible as they approach, but maybe once you engage in battle, it still breaks that invisibility. I, I'm fine either way, but I think being able to offer some kind of coverage like that would be fantastic uh, in the battlefield, being able to protect ranged troops, being able to protect uh, my Titan out on the battlefield from ranged troops. There's a lot of options and versatility to it here, but I wanted to show you again my idea of what Smoke Spell would look like on the battlefield. So with that, what about some Smoke Titans? I found this image on Google. Uh, I just thought this was a pretty good representation of where my imagination took it. What would additional 
Chinese Titans or even a troop look like. I've got an idea for a troop coming up for you as well. But this is what I kind of think like that whole smoke Titan would look like minus those little frogs and lizards on the shoulder. I mean, yet again, I just kind of jacked this from Google. But having this Titan that has this smoke kind of just drifting off of them would be fantastic. And maybe the Titans by default have a skill that makes them less visible to enemy troops, allowing them to get a better charge attack, allowing me to use things like flank attack or rear attack. I can't rear attack a troop if they can see me coming because they're always going to target me. But if I can use a smoke cloud spell and if I can use reduced visibility on my new smoke titan or smoke troop, then I could actually more easily trigger a flank attack or trigger a rear attack because the enemy troop doesn't see me coming. It's not easy to trigger rear and flank unless you are using multiple troops to kind of distract and then come around using coverage. It's just a pain in the butt, and I don't think rear and flank are utilized much, even though they exist in the game. So give me a Titan that can leverage this new element and new skill opportunities to actually take advantage of things like rear and flank attack. Again, this image, I think, just really brings to life in my mind, what a smoke titan would look like. Now, what would a new troop look like? I think this is one idea, and I think this sketch, again, just pulled off of Google, really matches the type of artwork and design we see currently in Dawn of Titans, right? I mean, the troop has, you know, their dress, their decoration, their garb, all that kind of good stuff. I think it'd be really interesting to see a, a troop like this. Again, smoke class, deal smoke damage. So again, with smoke being an all new element, that's an all new element that people have to kind of reset the metaphor is being able to adjust to that. No one has current resistances to that. So it kind of gives everybody this opportunity to heavily compete against each other while you figure out advantages and disadvantages of new elements and new classes. Now I see this troop being a potential ranged troop, uh, even though they don't show it in this artwork, but my envision would they would actually maybe have ninja stars that they would use that would, of course, deal smoke damage, but give us another ranged troop. We only have three now, and I feel like we could use a few more. So that's where I see this troop fitting in. All right, we're here. Mages. I'm going to give you a few ideas of what I think mages could potentially look like in the game. While we're talking new stuff, let's just put out the one that everyone else is kind of waiting for, right? These mages, or even the idea of a shaman. But here are some images I found in my mind what potential mages could look like, right? These wizards, uh, again, uh, different elements, fire, the possible lightning. Uh, and I think that these mages could bring a really different element to the game of being able to naturally buff troops around them with things like uh, you know, other resistances, uh, more X skills, whether we even have things like the ability to heal or protect them without having to use shield spells and stuff like that. But these are just a few images I found that, you know, made me really think of what a mage might look like in the game. Personally, I see these mages being a new ranged titan, being able to cast their own elemental damage out to the enemy troops. Uh, again, not something that would necessarily be a hand-to-hand, -hand, but a new and much-needed second ranged titan option. Uh, I think with that, we could even think about what other new spells might come along either with these mages, things that they could do, or additional new spells as well in the game. So let me toss another new spell your way, the Earth Wall. We need an Earth spell. 
right? It's the only one we really have that relates to Earth is shield. It has the symbol, but it doesn't do any type of Earth anything. So with that, here's your Earth wall. What it does is it offers the opportunity to maybe do two different things. Number one, I could drop it on a troop and it actually comes up from underneath them causing earth damage. Or I can even put it in front of a troop and create a barrier between that troop and me. Effectively disarming troops from their charge damage or their ability to even reach me for a certain period of time. I think of this kind of like ice. Ice freezes a troop, but it also does ice damage to the troop. So this earth wall could be something similar. It blocks the troop, but also has the ability to do damage if placed underneath it. So yet again, I Photoshop that same battle image to show you my idea of what an earth spell might look like on the battlefield. If I were to place that between me and the enemy troop, then that earth wall prevents that troop from being able to actually attack me head on. They now have to go around it where I could utilize this to even create a natural barrier between enemy troops and my ranged troops. And I would still be able to fire over that earth wall and vice versa. You know, it's kind of like the barriers of the walls that are on the maps. Now enemy troops and my troops can still fire over them, but any melee troops actually need to work their way around them giving me the opportunity to put barriers where I want them to on the battlefield would be fantastic, but also being able to put this directly on a troop and have these spikes come up from underneath them, I think would be a great way to introduce some type of earth damage spell to the game. The next spell, which I think would really be a great benefit to Dawn of Titans is the regeneration or a health spell. So once again, guys, I'm Photoshopping this one here. Just keep that in mind, showing you my idea for a regeneration or health spell. So again, I went ahead and just grabbed some images. I even created this little bit of an icon of what I think it might look like, still helping it vary from the others. Uh, I think having some type of spell that I could drop on my troop to actually heal them could really help out. I think it's a great opportunity just sometimes to get that extra little health boost. Uh, not like the shield where my troops don't take damage. My troops might still take damage, but this regeneration spell might help heal damage at a certain rate over a period of time. Again, maybe it might last for a couple of seconds. And as I upgrade it, the amount that it heals and how long the healing lasts are both what increase over this time. This does not do any damage. It simply just heals. So again, Photoshopping an image for you guys here. This is what I think might look like. Now, I'm not going to lie. Even though I Photoshopped this image, I'm not going to say I'm necessarily in love with having all of those pink hearts across my troop. But I think it's a pretty traditional way to represent that troops are being healed. Uh, again, an example, just thinking of being able to drop the spell onto any troop of my choice and being able to have their health regenerate over periods of time, again, by varied amounts, depending on the strength of the spell. Again, great opportunity, I think, for the battlefield. And again, it offers something additional to go beyond Castle 25. You know, I, I don't know if maybe that's where the gap is, is, you know, developers are, you guys are wondering, well, what are my players going to do between Castle 25 and Castle 30 or 35, 40, 50? whatever it might be here again are some new titans new troops new spell ideas to add to the game to give us some new fresh content for 2019 now i'm also going to add this other new spell which plenty of other people have been asking for something like this so i would love to see it as well it's a speed spell once again just throwing it out there you guys might be tired of hearing it but yeah i photoshopped this so this is just my idea of what this might look like 
Photoshopping in the speed symbol, uh, the idea being able to take a spell, drop it on a troop, and have them move faster. I think not only that, but when I drop it on that troop, I think it should automatically trigger charge damage. Right? I think that's part of the spell. But that speed maybe lasts for a certain period of time. It doesn't do any damage itself, you know, so I can't drop it in, on an enemy troop, maybe do anything, or maybe it's counter. Maybe if I, I could use it on my troops to speed them up, and maybe I could drop it on an enemy one to slow their speed down, right? A dual-purpose spell. But being able to help my troops move faster, especially some of those slower-moving ones, a speed spell might be pretty handy in-game. Sweet baby Jesus, we need some new maps. So here's my section on what Battlefield maps can look like for DOT in 2019. All right, DOT, let's talk about the next segment here, maps. We need new maps in the game. Even though we might get new troops, new spells, it's going to feel redundant if we keep fighting on the same battlefield. Now, this without a doubt also applies to garrisons. We need new garrison maps and ways to just kind of make that a little bit more balanced throughout the game. Now, devs have already been talking about that one, so I'm not going to go in detail about that. But here are some new map ideas I would love to see in the game. More maps based off of the different races. All right, every league has a race castle right in the center. This is the Unak one, right? We've even seen a very Unak-themed map in the Trials of Power, right? Uh, when you went in the Trials of Power, and you could go back if you didn't get a chance to play it on my channel and find the Trials of Power videos, and you could see what those maps look like. But it was very themed around that race, right? It was all about the Unak King, everything that was happening there. It was really, really cool. A lot of stuff that was on fire. The battlefield itself looked a little bit more scorched. Even in Throne Wars, we see this more crystallized approach to the land, something very unique and specific to Throne Wars. I want to see more maps based on the different races. So I'm going to talk about some of those different ones and even pull in yet again some more images of what I think these different maps might look like. So this is the Elethan castle from inside one of the League worlds. Uh, with that, again, why can't we have more maps that have more ice around it? We see the world change when we have different, especially ice, uh, events going on. They make it snow and everything. Why can't we have maps that actually have snow falling as we play and the ground is covered that way? You know, being able to utilize things like these ice palaces, I think would be awesome and just add another element to some fresh taste for the game. That new, we've got, I mean, all these races, new maps, I think should be something that absolutely happen on a regular basis, at least maybe every couple of months. If anything, now that we're going into our third year, every year we should see new maps being added. We've got the Mossman Castle, right? And their kind of domain from the center of the League world. Why don't we see more of that? Yet again, when we have these poison events take place, we get trees and vines all throughout our land. Why can't we see something like that in actual land maps? I think it'd be even cool just to side note this a little bit is maybe when you start the game, you could even choose a race that you want to kind of align with or play as. And it might give you even in-game buffs to that. And you could maybe change it every month or every couple of months. Uh, and it might change even what your castle looks like. I know that you've got all the miniature buildings in there that you build, but that's just a little bit of a side note idea. 
the other world, of course, that we can play off of, Ragnar's, right? Their Ragnar, Ragnar Palace from in the League map. And you can even see how the League itself changes. There's more uh, rock spires out in the distance. Why don't we see more maps that are based off of that? These very rocky, rough terrain type of worlds. These sometimes maybe a little more crumbled. They're more ancient. They really, I think, utilize these different races in there to really add some leverage to it. I mean, with the human maps, you, when you look at it, you see all these different old castle walls, all these old ice sculptures that are out there, the little villages and things like that, that you even have to protect in different uh, maps and different arenas and things like that. Let's play off of more of the races and elements for more maps. And let's even include some of the new ones, right? We've got the Storm Maidens and Asgard, right? These Viking gods. Why don't we bring in some type of Valhalla, right? Use inspiration from these uh, Norwegian type of influences or even take a look at Asgard itself, right? Well, let's go ahead and add in that shiny gold lightning, all that kind of stuff to it. Let's get some new maps and let's have them be based off of the different races and elements. And don't forget smoke as well. We all know Titan XP needs to be revisited, especially now when we've got more Titans than ever available in the game. So here's my ideas on Titan XP. First thing I'm going to talk about in Titan XP changes, fusion and how they're leveled. Now this is, I don't know if this is necessarily the newest one. It's the only one that I could find, but I just talking about this chart for a minute. Here's my big problem. And I think it's the problem for many players is once a Titan is completely and totally maxed out and useful for all of the relic slots and skills, you don't want to play with it anymore because you're not using XP. Now I'm going to talk about one idea for that differently, but here is my idea for this. Scale back all of the unlocking relics and skills by 10. Rather than waiting for 21 for that second slot to open up, let's bring that back to 10 and 11. Or instead of 30 and 31 for the second, let's go back to, or third, let's go back to 20 and 21. Make them unlock earlier, so that way we get more benefits to playing with these Titans for longer. Rather than hitting 60 and saying, now what do I do because all that XP isn't going anywhere, and I finally got this unlocked. Now we've got to keep in mind that there are loads of titans in the game right we even got a good look at all of the just the four stars alone but hey if you're going for the pantheon you even need to level up some of your one stars and two stars please for the love of god dawn of titans let's make leveling titans easier it's actually really easy to i think to level up relics right now but the game is dawn of titans don't make it a pain in the butt to level up titans Let's scale back on some of that XP, right? It just, I think it just needs to happen. It shouldn't take months, literally months or longer to upgrade and max out one Titan. When we see new Titans being released almost every single week through events. And I would even like to see new Titans be scaled back in how often they're released. One new Titan a month, I think is enough. I think we can go ahead and pump our brakes a little bit on that and cycle out plenty of the other Titans that are out there. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and talk about Titan XP. Let's make this even more easily available. Let's have these uh, Titans gain more XP in battle. Let's have them be able to hit monuments and arenas multiple times 
why limit me to when I, how I can upgrade a Titan? Because here's the idea behind this. If I could max out my Titan, I'm going to be ready to get my hands on a new one. Where when I have projects that are backed up in a queue, I don't want new Titans. So I'm going to pass on events and you're going to miss out on my money. Give us the ability to max out our Titans, make it easier, and I will want to acquire more Titans to work on. It might seem backwards in thinking that if I give it away too easily, I'm not going to make money on it. But I honestly think more money can be made, which I know is what the devs and make a game go round, is if we can actually do things easier. With that, let's also talk about the bank that we need. This kind of goes with the, my other new category, but I also want to talk about in Titan XP here. When a Titan is maxed out, let's just have any XP gained automatically go to a bank. When I'm in a battle and my in my relic storage is full, any battle drops I earn automatically go to a treasure room. Well, how about any XP I earn when my Titan XP is full automatically goes to a bank, right? I, it seems like a very similar idea to me. Let's let's make something like that happen or allow it to convert into XP relics or something like that. But let's have any XP earned by those Titans deposit into a bank where I can then apply it. Maybe I even have to place a Titan in that bank and it just uses XP periodically. You know, over hours, it earns a little bit of that XP stored up in the bank and I can cycle it out when needed. It just, again, just an idea from other type of practices we see in other games. DOT community, you guys have made it this far in the video already. I've got a few final ideas for random things here in 2019. Again, guys, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it so far. All right, DOT, here are some just random ideas for you. Number one is the live stream. Now, I'll be honest, I actually don't mind the live stream. I know a lot of people, just honestly, don't like to watch it because it's a little too, maybe too slapstick or they don't know where information is going to be found and they're not maybe interested in the battles because they just don't care. It's all that it comes down to. So my first idea is to actually take a little bit of uh, an idea from Pardon the Interruption here, right? Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's just a sports talk show where it's fast talking, it's minimal time spent on certain topics, but they hammer through these ideas. With that, the big thing is down the right-hand side in Pardon the Interruption, they give you the list of everything they're going to talk about and how much time they're spending on that topic. I think this is fantastic. Uh, it, I think a brilliant way to cover updates for the DOT community. Whether or not you can actually say exactly how long you might spend on something, but maybe you limit yourself to it. So that way you, we can get more information covered. So here's an idea, just again, scrapping something together of what I think a DOT this new live stream could look like. I actually wouldn't mind seeing them ditch the green screen and just show them sitting around a table in a room. It doesn't have to be green screen. Have the banners, have the different things, the props and stuff like that that's all out there. But maybe we've got the screen that alternates between them, the devs in the center, and the gameplay on the right. You could alternate that when you want to focus on the gameplay. And I'll, again, I'll show you that in a moment. But down the right-hand side, we would have news up first. Give us all the info. For those players that want to know what's coming up and then being able to get out of the live stream is really beneficial. Plus, we know people on YouTube only watch a certain amount of YouTube videos. There's a certain time period that they check out. Hit us with the news, highlight what's up, right? Events, maybe they're talking about events right now, so it's highlighted. Show us that gameplay's coming up, then the giveaway, and then they're going to talk about next week. 
showing us something like that, I think, would be extremely beneficial for how people obtain news from the DOT community. And it, again, here's just an example of what this might look like is then we're going to have gameplay is highlighted now. So their screen just changes. Devs on the right, gameplay in the center. I think making some changes like that and showing us what's going to be talked about would be fantastic, even including a category like community Q&A that they are not talking about anything. They're not playing anything else. They are only reading comments that come up in YouTube. I think a lot of hot, hot comments get missed during the live stream because the devs are busy doing something else. But if they dedicated time in a segment where all they're doing is looking at those comments, even though you might not get everything, I think it will make it a lot more productive and a lot more helpful to the DOT community. And I think that should be the heart of what those dev live streams absolutely are. So again, just some ideas on how we can adjust this uh, dev live stream come 2019 here. The other thing I'd like to see DOT have is merchandise. I saw these Eldrador creatures when I was in Target the other day and uh, just grabbed a couple images of, you know, some of their figures, which I think would be really cool if DOT made Titans that looked like this or even their own troops like a Ragnar Goliath. Things like this, just these little figures, I think would be so cool. I'm a figure kind of dude, so I'd love to have this just set up around my office and some swag. Give us some hats. Give us some shirts. Give us things like this that we could wear because your community our community loves DOT. Give us stuff to wear proud. I mean, I've made some of my own, like the No Troops, No Spells, No Problem, or even the Do You Even Crit. It all comes from DOT. But give us some official DOT merchandise. All right, DOT fam, that's a wrap to the video. Thanks for checking this one out. And if you watch the entire thing, Man, I hope you had a cold beer right next to you the entire time, but let me know what you guys think about all these ideas. If you think that there are some that are absolutely terrible that shouldn't be implemented, just put it down in the comments. If you have some ideas and a wish list of your own you'd like to see for 2019, put that wish list in the comments below. Again, I'm gonna try to take all this information I possibly can and keep pushing it out there on behalf of the DOT community. So thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Jaeger, and I'm signing out.